everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp. I'm here with Network World senior writer John Gold. And today we're going to be talking about how the healthcare industry has been embracing all forms of tech, especially IoT. So stick around. All right, John, thank you so much for calling in once again. Really appreciate it. This is a really interesting topic. I mean, obviously, in our everyday lives, we're always thinking about, you know, we've all got doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, what have you, but we've all been using tech a lot more in our everyday lives as so many of us are working from home. And that doesn't just include, you know, us here at IDG, but a lot of um, people have been connecting with their doctors using telemedicine and healthcare providers have really been utilizing all kinds of tech to, you know, talk with our patients virtually. And this isn't just right now during, of course, the coronavirus pandemic, but medical providers have been relying on IoT for quite some time, right? Um, more or less, yeah. It's uh, like every other vertical out there, you know, the healthcare industry is, you know, getting into automating and instrumenting its equipment in a big way. Um, and it's obviously a pandemic. There's, you know, a lot of extra input. Um, roll out things that can be managed remotely, uh, you know, ways to be in contact with patients remotely, um, and also, you know, remote patient monitoring. This is, I guess, on the word remote, so. Sure. So, in general, um, I would have to imagine that IoT devices in general, I think, get a fair amount of security scrutiny just by the nature of some things that are now hooked up to the um, Internet of Things or hooked up to any sort of server, the cloud, what have you. Some of those things were never really intended to be connected to any sort of internet. And I find that that's an issue in a lot of security with IoT devices is that we're now taking these legacy systems, whether it's, you know, um, a, a city's water system and now connecting it online, which is, has a lot of really dire security implications in some cases. I would imagine that for a medical device, the security scrutiny is also up there because you're just dealing with such sensitive patient information. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, concerns over connected medical devices have been out there since about, well, I don't know, probably before this, but what brought it to the, um, you know, the general public's attention was a demonstration in, I want to say 2012, where um, a hacker who's got his own, uh, he's got a connected insulin pump, you know, showed that it was just trivially easy to, um, you know, manipulate, uh, you know, what, what that's actually doing to his body in, you know, demonstrating in essence that, you know, if somebody gets access to this, they could kill me. So, and, you know, that's, you know, the real uh, concern with a lot of these devices. And, you know, that's not, you know, just a, a completely common concern that, you know, someone's going to hack into the hospital and, you know, do harm to patients or anything like that. Um, the real threat right now is more that, you know, these are just a problem for in, in network security terms, because, you know, like a lot of other fields, you're getting, you know, co the companies that are designing these pieces of equipment aren't, um, you know, they're not IT companies, they're not tech companies, they're companies that make medical devices. So they're not, they don't have like institutional security expertise and all that sort of thing. And especially because a lot of um, healthcare providers are now using it. I mean, I saw a stat that's something like 79% of um, medical facilities are incorporating some sort of IoT into their facilities, whether that's, you know, just in their physical building with light bulbs or whether it's um, something on the patient side, um, mm -hmm. devices for the patient. So that's huge. And it's important to 
remember that there's all sorts of medical IoT too. I mean, there's something as simple as like an Apple Watch, right? I mean, I wear one, it's fun. I like to track my workouts. It's interesting to see what my heart rate is, but those types of IoT devices are also becoming increasingly important in the medical field. I mean, maybe my Apple Watch is perhaps a little more secure than something like, you know, an insulin pump because it is of course designed by Apple and not designed by a medical device maker. But sure. it's, it's still in interesting to think about, you know, not just the security implications because, okay, there's all of these IoT devices. It really expands your attack surface. But you're also dealing with, like I mentioned, really sensitive data. And I'm also wondering about HIPAA compliance, because not only are you dealing with people's personal medical data, which they obviously want to keep private, there's some sort of, you're, you know, you're bound by HIPAA to make sure that this data stays private. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, interestingly, that's sort of, um, it leaves some of these companies at cross purposes where security design is concerned, because you know, most of the security and privacy efforts that they're making are designed to just make them HIPAA compliant, you know, without necessarily regard for, um, you know, the specifics of like the, you know, the uh, technical compromises that might be made on these devices, you know, it's just, uh, do we pass HIPAA? Good, great, you know, let's, let's make this thing. Yeah. And also too, I just want to correct my stat really quickly there. It's 79% of healthcare providers are already using IoT in their production processes. Still quite a few, but- um, Sounds about right. <laughs> so I wanna talk a little bit about how IoT is being used. We've already mentioned, you know, insulin pumps, pacemakers, Apple watches, and a lot of that's really important too, as you know, electronic health records are almost widespread. I mean, I think almost mm -hmm. most hospitals are using electronic health records. So it's a lot of really valuable information, even though sometimes it's, you know, just swamps of data that perhaps isn't all that important for your healthcare provider. But I want to talk about a little a bit about how some medical devices, how some IoT devices are being used in the coronavirus pandemic. Obviously, um, like I mentioned at the beginning of this video, a lot of people aren't going to necessarily be going into their doctors if they have, you know, any sort of health issue aside from, of course, um, coronavirus. If you know, if you've got allergies and you need some sort of like high strength decongestant or if you you know have hip pain or you have a fever but you it's not you don't have really other symptoms in line with coronavirus you probably aren't going to be risking that trip into the doctor um you wrote a story about how these uh iot thermometers which i think are pretty interesting could you tell us a little bit about that oh uh, right yeah the um it's a it's a fairly simple technology when you get right down to it. It's just a, you know, a digital thermometer. Um, it's reporting back to, you know, sort of a main, um, a main console somewhere that, and they're using, what they're doing is taking the data in aggregate. That is, you know, not, it's not, you know, personalized. They're not tracking you specifically or anything like that. They're just using it to get like a statistical understanding of, you know, general fever trends in a given, um, in, in, you know, any given geographical area. So, the idea is to make it as you know possibly you know a um, a predictive tool for uh, healthcare decision makers in the future. Um, it's pretty neat, yeah. And it's aggregating that. It's a thermometer, so it's you know taking your temperature, and it's it uses Bluetooth, right, to sort of connect it back to. Yes. I assume your it connects phone. to an app on your phone. I excuse me, right. So, you know, I take my temperature and maybe I'm running a bit of a fever. It connects to an app on my phone. And then that data is anonymized down to the county level, I think. So, you know, you can see I'm in X county in X state or in Y state. Um, and you can then users from or people just in your county can see, okay, this is how many people are running a fever. And that could be a potential hotspot um, for 
COVID-19. That's, you took, yeah, exactly right. Um, that's, that's precisely how it works. So I'm a little interested too in how um, IoT and security are intertwined, especially now during the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, there's multiple angles to this, right? First of all, like I've mentioned about a million times so far in this video, your health information is private. On top of that, you have the concern that people maybe don't want their potential coronavirus diagnosis to be public. Maybe they're just, they don't want anyone to know, but they just kind of want to stay in their house until they feel better. And they just rightfully so don't feel like that's public information that anyone else really is entitled to know. Um, I'm interested too, obviously, since hospitals are going to be having tons and tons and tons of patient data right now, um, related almost entirely probably to coronavirus. I know, you know, elective surgeries have been canceled and I think a lot of people are quite fearful to go to hospitals um, for any other reason. If hospitals have been an especially attractive target for hackers right now because there's so much data and a lot of that data is coming through potentially IoT devices. Um, the unfortunate answer is yes. Um, it, while I've gotten sort of different types of answers from uh, different sources on this, there's definitely, there seems to be a consensus that yes, hospitals are, you know, because, well, hospitals and just uh, clinics in general, um, healthcare providers are being targeted because, you know, there's this you know, widespread increase in the use of things like telehealth, remote monitoring, and all those sorts of things. And as we discussed, those can be kind of vulnerable. Um, so the what, um, and the main threat is really ransomware um, in that, you know, something, I, I'm sure probably you guys know the, um, you know, how that works. It's somebody encrypts your data and charges you money to, uh, you know, unencrypt it. And for something like a healthcare provider who needs that data right now, but, you know, because, you know, patients' lives might be at risk, they, they often don't have, just don't have any other choice but to pay. I'm wondering if you could, you know, give us a little background into sort of how these um, potential ransomware hacks are coming about. I mean, is it just something as simple as a phishing email? It can be. It's There's a lot of different, um, as I understand it, there are a lot of different uh, sort of vectors for that. Um, but, you know, the use of, again, you know, these remote devices that, you know, uh, can connect back to a cloud server somewhere, or they have a web portal to log in, that might be compromised some way. Um, you know, anything at all that can get them, that can get an attacker onto the healthcare provider's uh, internal network is a, a potential vulnerability for that. So I want to look forward a little bit. I have to imagine that telemedicine is really not going to go away anytime soon, much like how we're all working from home. People don't really expect work from home to go back um, to people always in the office anytime soon. Even once it's safe to do so, I think people have gotten pretty comfortable working from home and they might like it. I have to imagine tele telemedicine is much of the same. You know, if I have a small medical issue, instead of going into an in-person doctor's visit, especially when it can be potentially difficult to get a hold of them, maybe I'm just connecting with my doctor virtually now, right? I'm wondering, looking forward, how um, medical providers can increase their security around, you know, all of their sensitive information and around their IoT devices. What is the general consensus in the perhaps security or the IT community for IoT security, especially in regards to medical devices going forward? Well, it's it's a tough one, honestly, because it's not usually this is not the provider's fault. Can sometimes, you know, misconfigured devices or, you know, and things of that nature, but 
you know, a lot of it is, you know, I think a lot of the responsibility begins and ends with, um, you know, the device manufacturers themselves who need, you know, just to adopt the security first um, mindset in designing and building these things. Because, you know, as it is, there's a lot of products out there that are just, you know, much as they were with, you know, a little with technology sort of grafted onto them and that and that's just not going to work. Great. Well, thank you so much, John, for calling in and talking with me about this. I think it's really interesting. I'm sure telemedicine, healthcare in general, is on the front of people's minds. And it's always interesting to hear what sort of tech devices are integrated into, you know, a, a legacy field like medicine, which is, you know, certainly on the front lines of um, innovation in many ways. But I have to imagine in some cases, they, the medical field may be not so eager to adopt um, tech. I mean, it was a pen and paper field for how long, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. And you got that right again at the end there. <laughs> all right. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you hit the bell notification, you'll be notified every time we upload a new video. If you have any comments or questions about medical IoT, IoT security in general, be sure to leave them below. I'll get back to you or I'll get back to you on John's behalf. Thank you again so, so much for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.